Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, just want to, you know, just let you know about where uh, if you would rate, that'd be fantastic. You could rate on Spotify. You can rate on Apple Podcasts. You can, uh, you know, send us, you know, your thoughts on the pods and, and give us feedback through our, our socials. Uh, Bryce and I will always appreciate that. Uh, we will, you know, and in general, the network will appreciate that. The Running Hook Network Twitter uh, is also available for us to uh, be able to get some of that information. So please do not be afraid to do that. And we have plenty of pods to look for. Uh, Circle City Cinema, which I swear hasn't put out a pod in like six months. And then Alex which is like an off season. Uh, but I love Zach. Zach's, uh, Zach was great. And he hopped on our, you know, our pods that we've been doing lately, AFC West, NFC West. And he's also coming in on AFC South. And now I can't wait. The finale of our podcast. I'm very excited. You better be so high on my Colts. Uh, I'm I'm so low on and and then we have uh, and, and then we've got uh, a lot of a lot of fun guests, uh, Bryce, clown, over dude. this next week because we got the AFC South last, uh, but this week we got the AFC North. We previewed it on Twitter. Uh, the people have been wanting this for pretty much years. They've been begging for this since we've started this network. I have been. Bryce has been annihilating me for not having him on. Our founder has thought it was a joke that I've never had him on. And everyone in our friend circle thinks it's trash that I've never had him on. It is. So I, uh, it's time to bring him in. Uh, my long lost, nobody knows about brother, <laughs> Zach, Zach Lynn, who uh, has some AFC North experience, uh, not only because he is a Ravens fan, but he's also a part of a social media project that I would like for him to tell you. So it's a pleasure being on the pod boys. Uh, first off, uh, I do want to set one thing straight. First, I have better hair than my brother, which is obvious. And then two, I have way better yeah, football takes than my brother. So I can see that. that I can, I already, I already like him. I already like him. I already do. I think he should replace it's Caleb. Obvious. Lynn Sanity was supposed to be run through me, but they're just like, ah, we'll take the other one. The <laughs> scheduling conflicts. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> uh, tell us what you got going on, Zach. Tell us what you got so, going on. Uh, the Ravens HQ Instagram page, I, I originally ran it just for just for fun. It, it started out as like a, uh, I needed something to do. I love the Ravens, and I'm going to follow along with them, uh, following along different Twitters uh, from insiders that follow them even like way closer than I do, but reporting on them. And I've met so many cool people through it. Um, they become like really good online friends, whether I played video games with them or talking more ball with them. And uh, there's no one that knows AFC ball, AFC North ball better than I do. And I'm ready to set oh, straight. Wow. Well, well, we're going to find out. Bryce likes that opening. I we're going to find out. I don't, I don't, I don't take too opening. well the people that come on here and, and try to try to challenge us on our own podcast. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. That's all right. So we're, we're going to find out tonight okay. for sure. I must say though, you, you have a, a very, uh, you have uncanny, 
uncanny similarities to our good friend of the show, Zach Griffith, as well. Yeah. Same name, similar hair. <laughs> it's like he's here with us, but he's probably a little bit better if we're being completely honest. Oh, okay. But uh, okay. we'll have to we'll have to right. uh, we'll have to figure that out later. But anyways, mm-hmm. we digress. Here we go, boys. Here Give we it go. to this, Caleb. Um, we've got the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, and Steelers. But before we get into the actual teams and break down where they stack, we are going to do our starting five, our rapid five. I'm very excited about this, Bryce. You've been liking this segment. Uh, Zach, I do. I do like this. Uh, we're going to a rapid yeah. five. All the questions, Zach, are going to be about the division. They are not going to be just about one team. They're going to be just quick so, you know, like, don't go too long on the answers. Just, you know, we're just going to give a, a, you know, kind of a, a question to consider, question to think about. And get to you, it. And you have to, yeah, there you go. So, uh, we have my first question is what player do you think will wreck your prediction the most in this division? Well, you already have your mind set on who you think can uh, win it or where teams finish. But what's the player that you think can absolutely wreck your prediction and just make it look stupid? Uh, for the first player I think of, um, it's kind of it's it's more of a little obvious pick, but I'm gonna go Kenny Pickett from the Steelers. Okay, I kind of like that. These mid round quarterbacks <laughs> are like boom that. or bust. That is yeah. like all I've seen. Yeah. So if this guy can boom. If he's closest in comparison to what I, I've seen is Herbert. If he's anywhere near that, that is bad news for the division, period. It's, it's another freaking guy. Along with that defense, another offensive guy to be like, oh, crap, we got to go against insert superstar quarterback this yeah. week. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. Interesting. Dude, that's a really, that's a really interesting question, man. Um. That would just totally just break down based on who I think is going to win. Wow. Like, just um, think could just absolutely wreck your thought of the division. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman, actually. Dang uh, it. If you're going to put me on. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a, tar- a large. It, it, it is, but, but I think it makes the most sense, though, because mm. we're talking about a target share that is up for grabs right now. Uh, I think without getting, I'll get into it later, but yeah, if Bateman is as good as we think he is and that the Ravens have said he is, hmm. then I think he's going to be the game changer. I think he's going to be much better than Hollywood Brown. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's going to be Bateman. If, if the Ravens are going to be who they want to be, I think it's, it comes down to somebody like Bateman. And even to add along with that, Bateman is obviously the key guy for that. But then there's these other two, a regular NFL fan, no name wide receivers, young guys that also have to prove something. Oh, oh, don't worry. Don't worry, young Zach. We will get there. They got a lot to prove in the receiving corps. That is a little (laughs) worse. My answer, Zach, you'll you'll quickly know. uh, Oh, oh, don't, don't you, don't you worry. My running, my. My, my thinking is, I think that obviously Watson, you know, there's a chance that he's suspended for the entire season. The NFL is looking into that. But Good if Nick Chubb just goes like bananas, 
and just wrecks everybody, then maybe it doesn't really matter if they have a top high level quarterback because him and Hunt will just be able to carry that team and, and behind that offensive line. And maybe they don't have to have a great passing game or a great quarterback to be in the playoffs. I think the mm-hmm. roster's really good. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, what could kill them is quarterback, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. That's what came to mind. Rashad Bateman is also uh, one that came to mind. Um, this is a division that is full of uh, cores that I think are ready to win now. I think these cores have a lot of young talent, but they're also ready to win now. So let's rank them. <laughs> you and these rankings. No, Zach did it too. You did it too. What would you did it too? Well, you don't act like you did do some rankings. What did you? Zach, you and these you, freaking so rankings. Here you go. Cores. Cores in the division. What are the cores that you'd rather have? Think about it like. Like thinking top, about it, maybe top five players top five, they have, period. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, the top five okay. players on their team. Okay. I can go first. You want me to go first? I can go first. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I will go, I will go Cincinnati number one. I think the way that they've got all those studs offensively, and you know, they're probably gonna get Bates back. I gotta think we can talk about that more, but I gotta think they'll get them back. And you know, I think they've got a great core. Uh I'm going to go with Baltimore. Uh, I think at number two, obviously Lamar. Uh, you know, and you know, I, I think there's a lot of pieces uh, that I'm anxious for Zach to get into, but I think Oway is going to be really good for them, a really good core piece for their foundation, and and I like what uh, they're going to bring with J.K. and and I honestly think Bateman's in for a big year, uh, so I'm intrigued for that. And then I, I, I'm honestly I'm going to go with the Steelers because I just don't know what to expect from a quarterback situation at this moment. And, you know, I would rather, I mean, they got Najee, who's good. They got, you know, Watt and, and Minka. It's it's loaded. And, and not to say that the Browns don't, but I really think they're missing some of the quarterback, and I want one of my four players to be quarterback. So, uh, Bryce, you're up for this one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to be honest, it's it's pretty much almost the exact same. I think Cincy, okay. I, mean, I mean, you're looking at a Super Bowl team. I mean, literally. Uh, and then second, I think I think you got to go with Baltimore. Third, Pittsburgh, and fourth is Cleveland for me. Solid, Zach. Uh, immediately, I guess I did think of the Bengals. That sucks to say it, but I, I did. Uh, <laughs> next, I actually had a debate with myself. I really did consider the Browns. And if if we don't give them a little credit for having Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and and Deshaun Watson, if he really does play, that is a trio that is absurd. You can't ask for a better one. Uh, it's yeah, that's fair. It's legit. Nick yep. Chubb. I mean, it it, it keeps going. So, yep. uh, but I did put the Ravens slightly above them just because you got an MVP, a top tight end, and top corner, top safeties. You know, it, it's it's a whole. Um, I think Steelers fall last only because. I don't see the quarterback comparison compared to the others. So it, it sucks. I mean, if, obviously, like I mentioned with Pickett, if, if he's the boom for them, sure, I, I can consider them, but I don't give it to them, especially with uh, offensive weapons. I don't consider it besides maybe Najee. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in this division, I feel like you could argue there's a lot of very, I mean, in every division, there's a lot of players, right? In every division. But who is the most underappreciated player in this division underappreciated people that you don't think deserve 
don't think get the credit they probably should for what they're doing. Anybody in the division? Oh yeah, hundred percent, Jack Conklin. You're a Jack Conklin guy. I am a Jack Conklin guy because because it's so stupid. Because the Titans just let him walk. They decline his option and let him walk. That's fair. It's a clown show. <laughs> but when you have we learned nothing from these other teams that just cut tackles like they can just pick them up in the draft and off the streets? It's not how it works now. Yeah. No, no, no. Charles Leno, Bears. Mm. Schluck franchise cut Leno. Guess what? He just got a nice contract in Washington. A nice one, right? They did the the Titans. They're gonna find out with Roger Saffold this season too. You can book that. And they let Jack. They could have Jack Conklin, Roger Saffold right now. Doesn't that sound nice, Derrick Henry? Doesn't it sound nice? Yes, it does. So yeah, Jack Conklin's my guy. Jack Conklin's your guy. All right, Zach. What comes to mind? Uh, uh, like I mentioned on the top five for the cores, Denzel Ward is one heck of a corner. Ah, uh, this is my guy it's right here. Talk yeah. about as if he's uh, elite, and it's 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 silly. There's you can go pull up some highlight reel if, if you want to be that basic, and it that's is right. absurd. That's Locking right. Down everyone's favorite corner, everyone's favorite wide <laughs> receiver. And then, I mean, he does have his, uh, I guess, his injury history and, and maybe some slip ups, but what corner doesn't? And it's, uh, you can't ask for a better number That's one corner. That's right. And I, oh. I, I want to give them credit because he'll single handedly put them in games. The That's Brads this right. year, for sure. That's right. That's why he got paid. I, got paid. I'm going to yeah. stay around the, you know, the money side of this. I, I think. You know, the Bengals for sure are underappreciating what Bates is giving them. I mean, if, if he does not get signed back by the Bengals, that is not going to be any good uh, for that team. They need him back. He is the guy in that secondary. I don't really think they have a true number one lockdown corner. And so if you have an elite safety like that, sometimes that can cancel out some things. And I think Cincinnati's got to pay him. They got to do what they got to do to make sure that um, he, he's around ultimately. Uh, I think that's a player that uh, certainly uh, they're going to need moving forward. And, and who knows? We'll, we'll see where, we'll see where this goes. Um, my next question. I feel like you could argue there's a lot of good coaches in this division, mm. but you know, every year there's always a, you know, Hey, like this guy's under more pressure than this guy in this division and, and, and in every division. Who comes to mind in the sense of like, wow, you know, they need a they need a good season. Like they're going to need to really step it up, or they're going to need to have a a season that really shows that they are supposed to be where they need to be as an organization based off who they have. There's only one answer to that question. Okay, there's only one. I'm feeding this to you. Go ahead. It's Mr. Harbaugh. Yeah, I know. That is the only answer to this question. And I honestly, I think it's by default. If you want to be completely honest with you, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Yes, okay, yes. let's see. I think it's Stefanski. I disagree because he doesn't have his quarterback. He's going to be missing his quarterback for six games. That's a pass. That's what we call a pass. Right, you get a pass. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a single losing season in how many? How many years? Zach, you can probably tell me. Uh, he's never many. had one. Yeah, never right. had one. Right. That's right. And then. Uh, Zach Taylor just went to Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to fire him. It's true. 
I think it's got, I think it's hardball, man, because stop passing the buck off to Lamar for these big time game decisions. Okay. Grow some, make some decisions. You need to at least make an AFC. I I think you need to go second round AFC playoffs. Mm. Otherwise that seat's going to get real warm. I'm not saying they're going to fire him. But I think I think he's feeling the pressure, especially now that the uh, the Lamar deal isn't done yet. You, you know, if you don't have a good season, things could fall into place here. I totally see that. Same, just saying. Now, go ahead. I I, I see. Uh, I, Harbaugh is the most obvious one, and I think that's. Uh, I I weirdly had a I did say Tomlin only because they hadn't had like the successful, let's go playoffs. Let's go beat some kids in playoffs uh, in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, I thought of them only because I, I didn't uh, immediately think of the Ravens there, but I mean, it is Harbaugh by default. It is. And, and even uh, um, going back to Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor in, in teams after the Super Bowl, they tend to slump. They tend to yeah. chill out after that uh, high that they ride on to even get to that point and then think, hey, we can do it again. We're just this good. And it's not taking maybe the extra steps that other teams are taking. So I think I think my final answer would be Zach Taylor. I think doing it only because they're all like extremely good coaches. I don't see any of them being gone. But Zach Taylor to and in any way try and recreate last year at all. I I know what you're saying, Bryce. I, I honestly agree with um, your point on Stefanski somewhat getting a pass on that situation. Um, I do think, though, if you are Stefanski, the way that you handle this situation is extremely important to whether you have your job. Like, if you don't handle this in the right way, you don't say the right things and, and handle yourself off the field. I just think that's got a chance to hurt you, not only in, in off the field, but in the locker room. I kind of look at the pressure, not necessarily on your wins and records, but more so just the external factors of being on a football team and being on a team in general, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think that pressure could get enormous if this isn't handled in the correct way, because I think you want it to have some clarity by the beginning of your week one. I don't think you really want to have this continue and, and you know, oh, is he going to get punished less or is he going to get punished more? I think by week one, you're probably going to want to have that somewhat state. You're going to want to know mm-hmm. if he's going to yeah. punish the whole season or not. So I, I think it's Stefanski for me, but I definitely understand your point, Bryce. I mean, I think from an on-the-field perspective, more than fair. I just think there's a lot off the field that if you don't handle right as a coach, you're gone. Hmm. Um, I... Uh, my la- I got, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm on my last question. Uh, I, the other question I had within this division is we, we talked about it on when I gave the questions last, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, who is a defense, like when you think of a defensive player in this division that you're excited to see, you're excited to see what they're going to provide this season you, you, you know, maybe he was down last year or maybe he was good, but you just want to see him do it again. Or, you know, you want to see uh, a guy just kind of in a different role. What comes to mind? And 
for me, I, I'd like to start this one if you guys wouldn't mind. Because okay, that answer for me. So, so we don't, so we don't steal it. No, uh, sure, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you guys will steal this one. But maybe. Uh, for me, it's absolute patch of queen. I think he is on pace to be a phenomenal linebacker for their franchise. I just kind of want to see him do this now that he understands the game. He's starting to get some more years under his belt. I just think that as he gets going, he's only going to get better. Ravens, obviously, you know, I've been trying to, to figure out that linebacker spot since Ray Lewis. And I think that, you know, Queen has shown the immense talent. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious to see how far it can actually go. Because hmm. uh, I, I do like his speed. I like what he brings to the game as a linebacker. Uh, Zach, what about you? Uh, I'm actually going with the new signee for the Baltimore Ravens. It's Marcus Williams, a safety uh, from New Orleans. He was a stud. He's pro bowler. He's, he knows what he's doing. He's uh, signing with the Ravens was their first like big signing of the entire offseason until they got to like Morgan Moses. But and that's not really that big. But Marcus Williams <laughs> is like a different level of the secondary that was torched last season like burrow was dicing those kids making records out of the secondary um i mean not only did they have injuries but it's it's adding on they added kyle hamilton but marcus williams is like the the veteran that they have to lean on and he's gonna have to step up hey zach can you uh give bryce your thoughts on anthony Averett? Anthony Averett. Yeah, can you give your thoughts on Anthony Averett? <laughs> sure. That man single-handedly just broke my heart. I, I remember watching games, primetime games, maybe just regular games, and Caleb's right behind me, and, and we're on defense, and I remember pointing, oh, crap, Averett's guarding him. You, you could, like, remember, and, and, and we, could, we could tell the quarterback is, like, it didn't matter who it was. It was like, oh, ah, it's going to no. go. And you just knew it immediately. It was, it was like. A lot of Ravens fans. I tried to defend him. You know what was happening I, next. I tried to defend him last week. Didn't work out for me, I guess. He's on the Raiders now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, that wow. That was low. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so Bryce, Rocky <laughs> scene in Everett. <laughs> That's not a good one. Who's, no. who's your, uh, who's your defense <laughs> Uh, well, I was gonna stay. I was like staying with the the uh, the Ravens, but then both of you guys went Ravens. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'm gonna have to check. Um, I'm actually curious to see if Miles Jack still has it um, for the Steelers. So true. Um, you know, he's playing. With, I know he had you know the Saxonville year, but that was like the only good team he's ever played on. Now he's playing on, you know, a, a perennial like winning record team now. Um, and he's playing with guys like TJ Watt, Devin Bush, who's still coming along, um, and, and those guys. So I, he's on a legitimate defense. Um, I think he can definitely be an anchor on this defense. Um, and he's going to bring that veteran presence. So I, I'm curious to see if his performance matches up uh, with the value that I think he can bring. Um, and because I'd say what this, the Steelers defense is going to be busy this season sure. um, if they can't figure out what's going on at quarterback. So uh, definitely curious for that and to add on to that they the Steelers have done this in previous years they've yes. went out and signed Avery Williamson and then uh Joe Schobert and those yep. are good veteran linebackers if they can try and do that again but it's it's not really looking too good it's not easy we'll see. We'll, we'll see we'll see we'll yeah. see and that gets us into 
our uh, our team previews and where we think teams finish. We'll start off, you know, in alphabetical order with the the team who represented the AFC in the Super Bowl this last mm-hmm. season, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, a young and up and coming offense. Uh, that in free agency a couple of years ago, they went out and signed all these pieces on defense, and and it throve. I mean, they, they just they just killed it. They they just were absolutely on a groove this last postseason. Joe Burrow was unstoppable in the clutch. They had everything they wanted against every team. Uh, and, and, and what I, what I'm curious about this offseason, Bryce is, especially for the Bengals, where do you think this organization got better? Where do you think that, you, they, where do you think that this Cincinnati was able to put themselves in a better position than what they were uh, this last season? Well, obviously it's, it's the offensive line. I mean, it, it was a problem for them last season <clears throat> in a miracle. They made the Super Bowl with that busted offensive line and they went on. They just got better. You want to talk about another right tackle that was cut that they happily scooped up Lyle Collins. As we continue the McCarthy screw job, as our good friend Zach Griffith likes to call it, uh, Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, they literally solidified the right side of the line. Oh, and they got Ted Karras. At center, you can't ask for anything better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard too. I heard that too. And and the thing is, is Cincinnati didn't lose anyone of note. I mean, they they literally lost nothing. I, I in my opinion, I mean, maybe you can count the Jesse Bates thing hold out as what they've lost, but hopefully they get that figured out sometime soon. But they're they're literally running it back just with a different offensive line and better offensive line so i think that that's the main that's the main focus of their offseason and rightfully so they did it at what they needed to do to get back to where they were last season so zach i don't mean to bring nightmares for you but the Bengals absolutely kicked your tail offensively uh they pretty much dominated you from start to finish thanks for the reminder did it in the past and did it everywhere <laughs> um so statistically it was also an insane and monstrous season when you consider three guys in that a thousand yard range and you know what they were all able to do at different points in the game. What do you think we should expect from this receiving core? Because obviously three guys getting a thousand yards is a lot and very rare. So do you think we will see any regression necessarily, or is it just going to be, a different way that the stats are going to get put out. Like could Tyler Boyd end up with 600 yards and then T Higgins end up with 900 and Jamar end up with a thousand. Or do you think that T Higgins will dominate the touchdown category and then the other guys may not like, <laughs> what do you think we should expect? Cause I think a lot of people enjoy watching this receiver. Yeah. Uh, just being honest and how the regular NFL typical team goes, if they have some absolutely amazing year, it's most likely regression and not progression. So if they're going to take a a little hit on yards, I'm sure. But now you got someone like Hayden Hurst in there who's going to catch some balls. Uh, Mixon's going to keep asking for his. It's going to be the same, but it's going to be a more open offense. They have the old line to let Mixon do more work, and they're going to let the receiving corps all around still ball. But it's it's not going to be – Hey Jamar, we need you to go get fifteen hundred again, and and the other guys also get a thousand. It's it's just not going to happen. You think it's the best in the league? The best receiving corps in the league? Yes. 
Because I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yes. Fair enough. I agree. I'm just wondering. And I think like, and the only team you could think of would be like a Tampa, but I'm taking Cincinnati. Even yeah, I mean, if if you swapped Brady Brady's corpse and Bengals corpse, what's what's gonna what's gonna be different? Right. I guess. Right. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, Tyler Boyd bounce back season, my opinion. <laughs> I don't know what's bounce back about thousand. Yeah. I think I, I, he was kind of forgotten last year. Everyone yeah, talks I mean, about Higgins and Chase. No one talks about Tyler Boyd anymore, and I think it's a joke. All right, that's fair enough. I don't, I don't think that. Um, the other thing with with Cincinnati, especially offensively, is I think everybody at some point always wonders about, oh, wait, like they paid the running back. The running back normally never matches up to the line of value, so why would you pay the running back? At first, Bryce, I think you and I talked about this as we first had our pod. There was some questions about Joe getting the payday for, for Cincinnati at running back, mm-hmm. but that was actually worth it. But, I mean, I think he has been absolutely awesome since the contract, shown great health, shown great versatility. Um, where do you see Mixon and, and this running game going for the Bengals? Because I think that was an underrated part to their success. I think everyone wanted, wanted to talk about the passing game respectfully, but I think the running game made that passing game a lot easier than what people wanted to yeah, what's crazy is that so last season with that offensive line, Joe Joe Mixon ranked third in rushing attempts, third in yards, and fourth in touchdowns, which I think is crazy. Uh, given again, given that offensive yeah. line, yeah. now now here, here's here's where you figure it out. He only averaged four point one yards a carry, which isn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination. But that that was good for thirtieth. In the NFL. So I would almost be willing to bet that the touches might even go up. Um, I don't know if he'll get 13 touchdowns again. I mean, that's that's, that's pretty awesome. dang good. Yeah. Um, but I think he gets more touches. I think you have to. If you're going to go out and you're going to invest in an offensive line like that, yeah, you're protecting your investment in your running back and mainly your quarterback. <laughs> but you got it to, to be a balanced offense. Everyone's expecting you know, slinging Joe Burrow to just throw it all over the yard. Well, let's not forget Joe Mixon's a pretty freaking good running back too. And, and can absolutely punish you with his running at any point in time. And he's a threat outside the backfield. So I, I in my opinion, I think we're going to see an increase in the running game. I like that. I I'm, yeah. I'm kind of in on that theory. Um, I, I think, I think with, when you look at what, they might be what their maximum potential can be. I think it's going to have to be more in the running game. I think they got to take some pressure off some of those guys. They don't need Joe throwing 50 times. It's not sustainable. Um, lastly, uh, for the both of you, everybody talks about the offense. Obviously, we just talked about the offense. It's fun. It's explosive. And there's names and there's great players. But the defense is where they've invested the most money. The defense is where the most money has gone. The offense has been draft capital. Wow. Um, I think the thing that will hinder this team the most potentially is the defense. I think at the worst, the offense is a little bit above average. At their best, it could be the best in the world. The defense, to me, has a range that it can go. It could be really good. It can be very average. Or it could be really bad, in my opinion. 
what what do you see from the Cincinnati defense? Uh, I watched a couple TikToks on the old Bengals. Saw a specific <laughs> moment from the old practice they had where Joe Burrow's O-line, this big O-line that they paid, got run through by Mr. DJ Reader and company. It's it's a legit D-line. It's a legit um, veteran group they have. It's, it's not something to laugh about, but it's the question if it can keep up with the other all-star level offenses right. that right. are also in the league. Yeah. So the it, it could just be that the O-line is actually really bad, but it could also be that the D-line is also about to take another step up. So it, it it's that's the biggest question mark in the entire division to me. I really have zero clue if they're going to be the, yeah. the average that you were saying. Uh, wow, they're actually a pretty good defense or wow, they're horrendous and the offense is keeping them in games. Hey, Bryce, remember what we thought about Hawkinson? Hawkinson? Yeah, remember? Or, uh, no. Uh, oh, crap. I can't think of his name. Well, Hendrickson? Hendrickson. That's it. Yeah, we had to eat it on that. We had to eat it on that. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did badly. We did. He was, Who didn't eat it on that? Yeah. We hey, aren't you a DJ Reader hater too, Caleb? I'm not a crazy DJ Reader guy. You know, I got no, I, I, got, I got no disrespect. I just, I'm just, I'm just like he's not. Uh, you know, hey, what, what about what about my guy? What about I? Hey, what about my guy Sam Hubbard? I'll do anything to disrespect your Buckeyes. I know you will. I know you will. Guess who you can't disrespect? Sam Hubbard and, and Von Bell, baby. I like, I like Sam Hubbard and Von Bell, my guy Von Bell. And Von Bell's good. No, I I Eli like this Eli Apple though. Come on. He's fine. He's fine, dude. Hey, you gotta have. You, you, every team needs to have that crazy dude that talks so much crap. So and it, fair enough. Fair enough. You got to. You, you got need to. Vocal guy. Heck That's no. right. That's right. But I, I like the defense. I think the defense is solid. I think there are a lot of underrated guys that were disrespected, and that just showed out. They just straight up showed out. Who needs Geno Atkins? Who needs Carlos Dunlap? They need it, yeah. You know, and I think they have a good core at linebacker too. Like they're young guys, and they're only going to get better. I really do like them. Um, yeah, yeah corner corner is kind of a a little bit of an issue. Um, I would I would love if they had a little more depth there. You know, Mike Hilton's fine, uh, but I mean, when Uzi, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're really trying to go out, like if you're really trying to get a nice, like you're trying to be like an every down starter, like he's going to have to really be, uh, you know, make or break it, I think, this year. Like as, yeah. as a starter, because I think he's going to play, obviously, but I, I don't know as a top starter, like if he can do it. Right, yeah. And I, and all I see are videos of Eli Apple getting burnt by Jamar Chase. But I mean, anyway, I mean, if they need to take care of Jesse Bates because they absolutely do need him. And then Von Bell, I mean, those are your erasers right there. Yeah. Yeah. Beats so, on your defense. I, yeah. I like the defense. Like if, if I need them to show up in a big spot or a big moment in a game, I think they're perfectly capable of doing it. And I think they will do it. I'm not saying they're going to be the best defense in the league, but they're right. going to show up when you need them to. Fair enough. I like that. Um, I think the track record's right, Bryce. They have, they pretty much have stepped up uh, anytime that they needed to do so. Uh, next up. Um, wow, what an off season. Uh, the Browns, uh, obviously Watson and what that has been, you know, Bryce, we discussed it last week. Um, it's just kind of been one of those things where 
you know, okay, you know, we, 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 we we're seeing that he's suspended. We're seeing that he's suspended, but we're also seeing the NFL is wanting to draw that on longer. I think players are consistently having to answer these questions about, oh, like what's going to happen? How does the locker room feel? And can Jacoby Brissett be that guy? And LOL. All these, it's like all these questions that come into the play for them. And I think this roster is really good. I do. I like this roster a lot. Bryce, I obviously hit the, uh, I, I was wrong deeply on this roster last season. Uh, but I, I think they're still very talented. And uh, I don't think anybody would say that's crazy. Uh, so I, I want to start off with, uh, with, with Zach here because I feel like with the Browns, you know, they've been kind of, you know, the quarterback position's always been something they've been trying to fix. Baker was just kind of okay. But now Watson, they don't know necessarily. How much do you actually think the quarterback position is going to hinder this roster? Because this roster is good. They've nailed it in the draft. They're, they're secondary. I think you could argue it's the best in the league. They have a really, really good offensive line, and the running game can go up against anybody's in the league. Deshaun is like the person that can take this team from uh, maybe making it into the playoffs to we're making it to the playoffs. Like it's like I said, whenever we were talking about the cores, it's legitimate. Like it's a legitimate five-man punch from just those top names that they have. And there are a lot of holes, but someone like Deshaun is going to be solid. I can't imagine he's any, like, fallen off in his quarterback play when he comes back. And if he were to come back, they're immediately talked about to, can they slide in the playoffs? Because we don't know at that point in time when he is back, maybe if he is this year or next year, you're putting them in talks to make the playoffs because of him back. But Bryce, here's my thing, right? If Watson actually, if nothing changes and he gets suspended for six games, I think they go one and five. Good. So if if my prediction's accurate and they go one and five, I don't know how he comes back and gets them to a playoff team this season. Good. I hope I hope as long as Deshaun Watson is in the league and whatever team he's on, he's never in the playoffs ever again. Anyways, with that being said, yeah, I've seen this story before. You know what? Let me let me just talk to Browns fans and Commanders fans for a second. Okay. Folks, fans, coaches around the world. We have been there. We have done this. We have seen that. This is not going to go very well for you. I am just letting you know. Carson Wentz, trash. Jacoby Brissett, trash. You should have hung on to Case Keenum, just FYI. But yeah. I mean, you could you could say, I, I, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs if Deshaun Watson only gets the six games. They're definitely not going to make it if he gets the whole year. Right. If he gets six games, I don't think so. I think Cincinnati is going to have such a far you know, head start. I don't think that's going to be possible. And I think the, the rest of the AFC is just too good for them to slide into wild card position. I mean, and uh, Caleb, when you were talking about your predictions there, I'm looking at it right now. It's people like the Panthers, Jets, 
Steelers oh, could be kind of crap. Falcons, Chargers is now. I'm but, aware. I mean, I just think they're some not, of those teams I, are very beatable, and it might not even beatable. be play from the Browns that beats them. Like it's it's maybe Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold or Zach Wilson. Oh, I don't ever underestimate it. the revenge I mean, game. Don't ever underestimate. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. Zach, Zach, uh, Caleb has had to have had a come to Jesus moment on Baker Mayfield, where he's <laughs> had to absolutely do it on Baker Mayfield and actually applaud Baker Mayfield at times. So yes, he has to talk good about Baker Mayfield now. Well, that's well, important to know if if that might have been one of your losses, maybe. No, I, here's here's what I have. Here's what I have. Okay, here's what I have. I have the brand. I have if the suspension lasts six games. Six games, yeah. Six games. Okay. Well, here I can already tell you right now. Carolina is going to beat Cleveland. They're they're going to beat them. Gonna, You're booking that. Uh, I'm locking that in already. Uh, I I just I like that so much. And Bryce is just going to keep tabs on it, like I can tell. He's going to. Oh, oh, you know I am, dog. You know I am, dog. Keep it like a dog. Come on now. I got I got uh, I got that one. Uh, so I I got him. I got him at zero and one. Uh, Jets and Browns. Either way. Steelers, Browns, either way. Falcons, I'm taking the Falcons. Chargers, I'm taking the Chargers. And I'm going to take probably Bill over the Browns because wait, they have no quarterback. Wait, why was why was Falcons for sure? Because I just think that's a game they get up for. And Steelers and Browns is the half and half? Steelers and Browns is at home game. Brett Falcons is on the road. I think the Steelers could make it really ugly and, and you know, kind of muck it up okay. and win the game that way. Um, I just kind of think Atlanta could just go crazy on, on week four, to be honest with you. Mariota? <laughs> low key. Look, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think they're going to Mariota going to be that good. I understand what their schedule says, but I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on them beating okay. at, at Carolina. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not. And I'm always going to buy the revenge game. Always. Unless it's Carson Wentz against Colts. I'm, I, that's it. Oh, uh, Lord, I can't wait for that shellacking. No, Bryce, you just need to eat it because I've been right. I'm willing to bet the shellacking. Wentz loss as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so let's move on into the – so this is an offense that obviously traditionally has been such a run-heavy team. But the Browns took advantage of a team that – Wanted to get rid of some guys due to cap and the Dallas Cowboys and pick up Amari Cooper to boost their wide receiving core. They also have David Bell, who's an Indianapolis guy. We are from Indiana. That's so cute. Shout out David Bell. Indianapolis. That's cute. Bell. And then they have uh, a a receiving core in, in Donovan Peoples-Jones. They're basically like, you know, I think the Cooper move was smart, but what what does it actually what what is this passing game actually going to be, Zach? What the, what do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to be very limited? I mean, Njoku is still there. Um, I think he's a nice piece, but where do you think they're going to be able to get that if Brissett's the quarterback? Now, if we can picture what it would look like if Amari was never traded and Landry stayed, maybe then we can kind of think about how it would look like and it probably look pretty similar. Like I don't think Amari Cooper is really giving you a whole different level to your offense that Jarvis Landry wasn't because defenses are going to focus in on that wide receiver one that they have no matter what. And those other guys aren't going to have to go to work 
and I'm not totally sold about it. Now, I'm also a Ravens fan, so I'm not sure I can really talk about wide receivers going to work yet, but <laughs> these wide receivers, like uh, Cooper's something good. I can't but it's wait. Like, it's the same thing. Like, I'm not totally sure that there's any difference in the passing game. It's probably going to be a little drastic. Fair enough. Oh, uh, boy. And, and then, Unless Deshaun's there, of course. Sure, sure. And then, obviously, we talked about the O-line. Like, that's a good O-line. Defensively, Bryce, I think this group uh, is really, really good. They have great depth. They have solid young pieces around. Um, can this defense, like, carry them? Like, can it, like, will this team to the playoffs? Do you think it's that good? No, I don't think it's that good. It's good, but I don't think it's that good. Right. Uh, I mean, I like them. I like I like what they have. I don't think the depth is quite there yet, though, especially in the line in that front seven. Like, I think the secondary depth is is, you know, decent. You know, Greedy Williams hopefully is getting better. Ronnie Harrison's been around. And then Richard LeCount, the third, you know, he's coming in. Um I think he's a rookie. I think the D tackle, the D so, tackle spots of, of real question. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to rely. I mean, Miles Garrett. You, you kind of ignore that because Miles Garrett is just that freaking good. Um, Clowney is hit or miss. I like Clowney, uh, I like Clowney. but when you have he's a good second, no, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, but I mean, when it's a guy like Miles Garrett, I mean, the dude is just he. Yeah, I mean, he's that good, and I, I like their linebacking core. You know, I'm a big Anthony Walker guy. I think we should have never, I think the Colts should have never let him walk. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they're going to get better. But no, 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 they're not going to carry him to the playoffs now. Heck no. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Next up. Uh, oh, God. Next up is the Baltimore Ravens, uh, which will be, this will be a joy right here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, um, where obviously we have a fan. But, Zach, here's the other thing you have to note about this co-host of mine. Probably the lowest guy on Lamar Jackson on planet Earth. <laughs> Absolutely. He, okay. is not, he, he, he does not think he's bad. I'll be very clear. He does not think he's bad. Okay. He does not think he is not good. Okay. He just thinks Lamar is maybe just a little overhyped. Is that the way you would put it, Bryce? Oh, he's way overhyped, man. Way overhyped. This never, I tell you, I time and time again, the running quarterback never works in the long term. It's cute and it's fun at the beginning, and everyone is, woo, yeah, Super Bowl. And then he gets hurt, and then it's over. Then it's over. Then what? You're stuck with Tyler Huntley and Brett Huntley. Why do they almost have the same last name? That is freaking weird, dude. That is weird. Okay, but again, not going to work. Not going to work. Not to mention, they have not done a good job of putting good wide receivers around Lamar Jackson. Not that it would matter because I don't think Lamar's a very good passer anyway. I think he's, he's a very average passer. And it's just, it's, it's, like a, it's like a shade drawn over the eyes. I can run really fast, but don't, don't watch me throw the ball. I'll throw to to Mark Andrews 10, 10 yard little hitch routes. And yeah. yeah, that that'll rack up the passing yards. That'll work. Yeah. So I yeah, I I I'm low on it. 
And what I also think is a joke is that is that they build this roster. They they invest so much in the defense, and, and rightfully so. The defense is good. It's fine. And then you invest in the offensive line. Thank God. You know, we love a good trench investment. But they literally carry – I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at their depth chart. They literally have like a second unit offensive line, right? If you flip-flopped them, obviously you want the, the starters in there, right? But if you flip-flopped them, that is not terrible. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's terrible. So you, you basically have a bunch of depth. You carry two fullbacks on your roster. Two. People don't even have – some teams don't even have one. But yet you still rock with Devin DuVernay and James approach. Is that how you say it? I don't okay. even know how you say okay. Prochet the second. Great. I can't even say his name. That's how much, that's how little I know about this guy. Okay. <laughs> you have Tylen Wallace, Jalen Moore. Who? Who? We don't. Yeah. I mean, who? unless they've proven something, we don't need to name drop him by any means. And I think it, Benjamin Victor, you know, Benjamin Victor's my guy, but I mean, come on, dude. I, I I've I know what he can do. Not much. Okay, he made a couple good plays for us at Ohio State, but I mean that's that's about it. Wow. So so you can carry you know four decent running backs, a full offensive line, backup offensive line, two fullbacks, but you can't even go get some wideouts. This is a joke. This is why they're not going to go anywhere. You're not just you can't just run 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 the entire time and expect to make Super Bowl. It doesn't work like that. Ooh. All right, oh. Zach Connor. Uh, I guess the only counter that you can put is production. And just like how, like the Ravens are taking this as we're taking this a week at a time. So whether we're talking about like Lamar extensions, we're talking about injuries from last year. We're talking about next man up running back or O-lineman, as you wanted to say, which holy crap, I cannot say that. Jeez. The O-line is not as pretty as I guess you made it sound there, but Better than most teams. I guess. But the depth on it is just young guys. It's not necessarily like tackles. Some, I mean, backup tackles for them are tackles that some teams legitimately might want. And that's right. right. Yeah, right. Juwan James, that was yeah. like a, yeah, it was just unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And and that's them taking advantage of a situation like that, like a week at a time. There's an issue that something comes up. They're going to take advantage of that. And like just how we just compare, like we talked so high about the Bengals and this wide receiving core that isn't paid that much. Like we just said with, we didn't invest right. that much right. into wide receivers, but yeah. we invest more into the O line and the, and the running backs. So if it's just picking which side works and it obviously works production so far, like the last three years, last year, there were six and two in the, till Lamar got injured. Number one seed in the AFC until he got injured without the two stud starting running backs. I mean, that was with passing every single time they took away everything that they can do running wise, which is the big thing that they completely invested into. And they decided, Hey, we're going to throw to Mark Andrews on those little out routes that always work. And then we're also going to do that other stuff that we're going to keep running it and still run it. Well, it's just not like how dominant it is whenever he runs and wins the MVP. And the other guys are top, top, top uh, rushing statistics players. So they invested in that stuff as in how we just talked so high about the Bengals because it's not as flashy as we want it to be. So I, I don't think it's really fair to say that too. And especially when Lamar Jackson is the most winning young quarterback in the league, you can't say that. 
You can't say that about how high the Bengals do it and how great the Bengals are doing it whenever the Ravens are doing it and have been doing it. And this is the first time the Bengals really get to be put into that same conversation. But the Bengals made the Super Bowl. Exactly. So, I mean, what have you done for me lately? We can keep talking about that. But, I mean, it takes one season for a couple of those guys to get injured, and they blow up just as bad as the Ravens did last year. So, before Mm. that, Ravens were on this upward trend of, okay, we're going to get Lamar just there. So, he plays a couple of games, he gets into the playoffs. That's his rookie year. And then from then on, it's MVP getting us to the playoffs, getting us a win, which we hadn't had in a hot minute. And then we get this one year where it's like, yeah, we all got injured. Everyone dies off by the end of the year. We have Tyler Huntley leading us to games, leading us to a couple wins and almost putting us into the playoffs alone because of how good that roster is. And now it's, it's not the same. It's, it's somehow the media and all of us are not comparing the Ravens and their roster being built to how dominant they are in the running game, setting all these rushing records. We can't say the same about their, Hey, we got to pay Lamar, but we got to take it whenever he gets better and rush running backs when they're super young and they're cheap and they're still dominant. I mean, it's the same thing as the Bengals. It's just not as flashy and it's not as attractive to talk about. I agree. It's not as attractive. I just feel like at some point you have to see more from a, from a scheme standpoint from their passing game at some point. I mean, it really feels like we've been kicking the tires on this for pretty much years. Yeah. And I don't think we've been really seeing any proof in the pudding when you're looking at the league right now and looking at where it's shifting. I, I'm not saying I, I definitely agree. I think you can run. And I think clearly they've shown you can be a very good team with running the ball the way they do. But yeah. I and, you know, I, I'm I totally agree with that. I think they just, they've got to think of a way to uh, invest in the passing game. Like Bryce, like when I was thinking about like our last week pod and in a pod that people will be able to listen to, not this week, but the week after in our NFC West pod, there's a prediction that I have on there for a couple guys that I think could get traded. What if one of those guys, if you remember, if you know what I'm talking about, went here? I can't reveal it, Zach, because we don't have a pot in two weeks. But what if one of those guys went there? That gives you that gives you a teaser. But like to me, I I would be very surprised if this team did not try to look at upgrading that position at the deadline. If you are like really contending, it's too tough. It's too tough to risk. You know, oh, we're gonna get hot in the second half of the season with just this incredibly strong running game leading us in the first half. I think that's tougher to sustain. And I think if you're a team and if Bateman is not produced, like that is a lot of pressure on Bateman. I mean, there's no denying that. I agree with Bryce. He was the first name that came to my mind. He has a chance to make this, he has a chance to make the Ravens really dominant. But I also really don't think it's his fault. I also think, and I've talked to you about this too, Zach, I'm not a fan of Greg Roman and I never have been since he's gotten hired. Oh, he's garbage. I've never been a fan of him since he's gotten hired. And I think there's a lot of questions there. What do you think about the Ravens and what they're going to do from the receiving room standpoint? So like you just mentioned, Bateman, like obviously that's the biggest name you can talk about. It's the first round wide receiver from last year. We haven't really seen anything from him. And when he played last year, it's not like it was anything 
amazing. But this year we're even talking about him like, hey, he could be something and could completely wreck the division because of it. And I don't I don't see it as just like Bateman's got to be good and we'll be good. I see it as the receiving core has to be good and we'd be good. Right. So it's, uh, yes, Bateman has a lot to prove, but like so does every single one of those young guys on the roster. We don't have like, I've been begging for them to go get like someone like Odell or I wanted Landry or trading for one of those other superstars. Sure. But it's the same thing where none of these guys have proven anything. It, like legitimately. I mean, I, I really do support them. I really hope they do. But it's like, what have you done for me lately? It's it's be a wide receiver five six and then Bateman got to be a two and kept getting injured. I mean it's 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 a lot on him. Like I liked him out of the draft, Bryce. I think you and I did too. We both mm-hmm. thought that he was going to be really good, mm-hmm. but the fact that it seems like they have been this committed to him being their number one guy, and honestly, I think Zach, you would agree, the second option is so far and below him. It is so far and below him at wide receiver that, you know, he has to really show what I think a lot of people thought really good value pick for this team to excel. The offensive line's good. The running game's good. I, I, that's to me, the most intriguing part to this team is how in the absolute world are they going to manage the receiving position? But because like, I don't think they did enough. I, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really did either. I mean, there's trade opportunities to maybe snag AJ Brown or DK or something right, like that. Right. They were looking into that. Yeah. Right. And, and that that's step one. But I mean, yeah. as the year goes on, there's going to be situations like that and there's going to be a part of those talks. And uh, what, when you said that they were, that Bateman was like, uh, like much, uh, and I don't know, much better than them. Like another level of them. Right. Can you prove that? I mean, these guys have been in the league just like longer. They've somehow been able to stick on an NFL team, but I mean, Bateman has not as long, but it's not like they're really doing that much better in production. So to Fair say enough. that he's another level above them and the, the next guys, just because they haven't been heard about, aren't really going to be doing as much or aren't as important. That's what I'm trying to get across. Like it's Fair enough. Bateman's massive because when you're looking from a defense to the Ravens, I mean, you're thinking about the run, but you're thinking about if one of these guys can get open after all of this running and all of this heavy duty freaking running around in the trenches, then you're screwed. Then yeah. you're in trouble. And that's, it's hard to think about both sides of that. So, yep, fair enough. I mean, we talked about the defense a lot in our first four questions. I don't want to jump into that too much, but this was a great, you know, I think there's a lot riding, I think, especially on the offense and they've got to figure out a way to get Lamar back. Um, I don't know what they're doing and why that hasn't, why that deal hasn't been signed. I, I just don't get it. Um, I think I'm it's lost. All him. It's all Bryce, him. Bryce, what are you thinking about that? What what comes to your mind, and then we can move on to uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, maybe they're they're different on the money. I would assume that's probably what it is, or maybe it's do we want to invest long term in a rushing quarterback? Shut I, up. That's I, dude. It's something you have to think about. I mean, yeah, it is. Your franchise is paying him right now. Yes or no? Mine. Yes. No, we. Oh my God! We got Matt Ryan, dude. What do you mean? Are you kidding? (laughs) Got Matt Ryan. Taking Matt Ryan over Lamar Jackson for your team? 
right now the the way our roster is constructed absolutely. oh my, oh my absolutely oh that's pretty oh my, i mean i'm not oh taking gosh. the running quarterback i, oh I don't gosh. want the running quarterback long term i just don't dude tell me name oh one name one running quarterback Name oh, one running gosh. quarterback that that hey. has stood the test of time like that. You just don't have them. Do you think Michael Vick would have? Potentially, but we'll never know. I mean, I don't know because I, I do. I I, do. I think he his, his greatest shot. His greatest shot. I still think was with the Eagles in 2010. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is fair. And Am did some great years, but I think that that. Dwindled, I think, in, pre- in previous. And he still I, missed some games. He still missed some games. Fair, fair. So no, dude, I just, I just don't buy it, man. But not picking him over, like the majority but, of the league is saying, I would take Lamar Jackson over. Yes, yes. yes. Even, even in fine, some situations dude. where, like, they might have like a veteran like Matt Ryan, even even better, way better quarterbacks than Matt Ryan would even say this guy is way younger. He has the ability to throw. I mean, he, he's shown in multiple games, multiple times that he can legitimately light someone up, especially the Colts. He's lit up the Colts before. And yeah. I know how I feel he, about that. It's, it's, game. A, it's the same kind of thing. Like, he's, he would 100% be taken by easily half the league. Half the league. That's fine. And that's fine. I just, I don't feel that way that's because fair. I've seen this movie before. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, next, uh, uh, we got the Steelers. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. Caleb, we don't hear you. You know, with Pickett being the third string starter, and not even like a guy that can be, he's not even locked into the first string job. They've been clear that Mitch Trubisky is the guy for them. I'm not terribly convinced that he should be their guy. I don't really, I'm out on Trubisky just in general. I'm not sold honestly on what they're trying to, what are they trying to plan? If you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, what are you even looking at? What is the type of team that you think is going to be built there in Pittsburgh, Bryce? Tomlin's been there for a long time, so you understand the style in which he wants to play with. But I don't know if they even have the personnel to play the way that he wants to play. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's where I was a little confused as well. Like when they announced that they you know, signed Mitch Trubisky, I was like, okay. I mean, surely they're going to draft a quarterback. But at that point, if you're going to draft one, you might as well just play him. Because here's the thing. I laughed out loud yesterday. I saw this, that Mason Rudolph, there's rumblings that he has a potential to be the starter. At this point, you might as well just play picket. Screw it. You know, I, I don't think Mitch Trubisky does that much for you at quarterback where you can't just play Kenny Pickett and just let him learn. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I see Pickett starting probably towards the end of the season anyway, especially if they're out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause I, I think he can make plays. I think the guy's just a gamer. I think he's just one of those guys that he's not going to be the best quarterback ever, but he's just going to play his butt off, dude. And he's going to make plays when he when he can um, and take advantage of the weapons that's been put around him. I mean, you, you hear, we know what Najee Harris is capable of doing. 
I know, you know, the rumors are that they want to lighten his load a little bit, which is fair. Um, I mean, they use him at a very high volume and, and that's really hard to keep up as a running back. I mean, you know, the light, the lifespan of a running back in the league is, can be very short, especially if, if you're doing high volume. Um, but I mean, Deontay Johnson just got paid. He's got nothing to worry about now. Right. Chase Claypool. I think he's a playmaker when he gets his head out of his butt. I mean, my goodness, dude, figure it out. I think Juju not being there is going to help, though. Um, and then George Pickens, I, I, that's all we hear out of Pittsburgh camp is George yeah, Pickens. Is. I, I yeah, don't think we true. hear anything else other than George Pickens made another great play today. And they were talking before camp that George Pickens was going to sit the bench all season. Mm. I don't think there's no way he can sit the bench now not with, with how many plays make it. No way. Mm. And I like, I like Pat Fryermuth, too. I like him a lot. That's a good piece of tight end. So, I mean, like you could put Kenny Pickett out there because I think, I think the, a rookie quarterback like that doesn't walk into weapons like that either. And I think they can cover up for a lot. Yeah. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to throw picks. What rookie quarterback doesn't, but yeah, I don't, I don't can't remember a rookie quarterback walking into weapons like that. I I really can't, but you're, but you've been critical of, but, but you can't ignore that line. You can't no, ignore that line. No, I think that's I a really bad line. It, but and you got to have a mobile quarterback, which I think all three of the guys that they have are. Um, but you also got to have tough guys in there too, you know. And, and it's got to be yeah. quick releases. It's got to be quick decisions. And that's where you know rookie quarterback really doesn't make the snap quick decisions like they're supposed to. You know, they hang on to the ball a little bit longer. So I could see you know you, again you can make the case that Pickett shouldn't play until later, which is fine. But yeah, I mean that that line isn't the greatest in the world. No. Zach, would you, what was your reaction to when Deontay Johnson signed a contract extension? And do you think that's a good contract extension for the team and what they're trying to build? I think individually it's a nice deal, but you know, you're, I mean, you're, you know, you're a Ravens fan, you're following along. The contract extension to me felt like we want to keep this guy. We think he's really good, but I also kind of wonder how does how does that fit into their plan? Because I don't think they're going to be an immediate winner in the next two years. Yeah. Uh, for me, I mean, Deontay is one of their cornerstones for the offense. So getting a deal done with him is perfect. It's, it's awesome. And if I was a Steelers fan, I'd be very happy. And their receiving core, though, like I don't see necessarily one of them like sp- routing out yeah, see, I, among the others. Yeah, I agree. I see them all as like what I would consider great wide receiver twos on a I team. I agree with that. And now Deontay, he didn't get paid like he was a number one. And yeah, I don't necessarily know what direction they're going to take, whether that means maybe we move on from one of these guys. Hopefully Pickens moves on to the number one, but I, I, I don't, necessarily have a clear image of what they're trying to do with the core that I kind of think that's what they want to do. I, 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 I kind of, I yeah. think they kind of want Pickens. I think they kind of, they, they want Pickens, I think to be like the big target for them with the complimentary pieces staying the same, or they're thinking about moving off of Claypool after his rookie deal. Like that's the only, like those two things are the only things that come to my mind. 
And this is an offense that has always been used to being able to get skill talent and wide receiver pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I still, I still mm-hmm. think they have Very that talent. I, I still think they have talent. But I think the way in, in, in which that talent is going to be distributed is very interesting. Now, on the defensive side, I think this is where their bread and butter is, Bryce. Oh, yeah. I think that's where their bread and butter is. I think that's where they're going to try to win games. Like in the car, like when I was thinking about them today for the pod, I'm like, they're going to be the most competitive eight and nine team in the planet. Oh, yeah. They're going to be the most competitive eight nine team in the planet. I don't think they're going to get over five hundred. I don't think they're going to be a great team necessarily, but man, it's going to be hard to beat them. And I think the defense is why that is. So what what are you seeing from this defense? What do you think they added to keep that defense uh, to being in? And what I think is still a top unit. Yeah. Well, I mean, TJ Watt I, again. He's kind of like Miles Garrett. When you have TJ Watt, it kind of you know, picks up a lot of holes, which I don't think there's a ton of holes on this defense. I mean, there's a couple, but I mean, TJ Watt makes up for a lot of that. Uh, they added Larry Ogunjobi from, from the Bengals this off season. I think that's solid. Um, I don't, it's kind of weird though, because normally he plays inside and they kind of got him playing. I know they, they play a different defense. So I'm curious to see how that works out, but I mean that, that front three, Man, I mean that is a that's a solid front three right there. Yeah, I, you know I I like that a lot, and I and I like the linebacking core. I like Bush and Jack in the middle. Absolutely love that. Stole Jack, holy cow! Yeah, oh dude, yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, and not to mention they drafted Demarvin Leal, which I think could end up being like a steal in the in the draft this year. Hmm. Uh, like he's got some work, but I think he could work himself into some playing time. I think he'd be a really nice piece down the line mm-hmm. where a lot of people would be like, who's this guy? You know, he's like having a really good season. And it's like, Oh yeah, they drafted him a couple years ago. No one, mm-hmm. no one really talked about him, which I think was kind of a joke, but anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a team that mess around and find out and you'll lose. Go ahead. Yeah, you can't just come in and say thinking that you're going to beat them because you're going to lose when you do. Yeah, especially in you Pittsburgh. Have to them. Right. Yeah, especially in Pittsburgh. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the Bengals. I don't care if you're the Ravens, the Browns with Deshaun Watson. I don't care. It, I am, it's a tough place to play. I am panicked at corner, though, Zach. I don't like the corner room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, their safeties, again, they erase a lot of stuff. Minka. And and Terrell Edmonds, I like they those are two. good, man. I like those two, but I mean, I just think that the, the secondary causes a lot of question marks. Right? You're facing, no, you're I facing agree. A, you're I facing a, you know, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily crazy on, you know, what the Ravens might do, but could Bateman have some good games against that secondary in the corner? Sure. Yeah. Could 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 Amari have a good game and just kind of take it over for the Browns? Sure. And I mean, I think the Bengals would torch this secondary right now. They yeah. torch they torch that corner group right now, Bryce. I mean, Levi Wallace is a fine piece, but Levi Wallace is, is not supposed to guard a top option for this team. He's just not. He's not. No. He's not. What 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 mm-hmm. are you what are you seeing from what I think everybody in Pittsburgh prides the most, Zach, which is having a, a defense that, you know, was at the top of the board and just about everything. It's it's like the biggest luxury you can have. Now you got to pay some of those big dogs. You got to pay the Minkas and the, and the TJ Watts, but the defense is amazing. Let's not get it twisted because of how amazing their coaching is I, as well. Fair. Now, if they 
were to lose a couple of these guys, it, I mean, especially like a TJ water Minka, it's going to take a hit, but these other guys that they're just plugging in the Levi Wallace's and the Oak and Joby's it's, it's helping, but it's like, you're here to execute our game plan that always works. That tends to right. always be our most dominant part of our football. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it means that they can win some games, but like I said earlier with uh, Pickett, I mean, or, or Mitch, right. <laughs> I don't know how you can be very confident in them winning football games this year. That's fair. Yeah. it's why I have them as the most competitive under 500 team in the league. Coaching will get them some games. They'll win off ugly games. Um, I, I think it'll be interesting and in, in to see where this team and this division goes. Uh, so let's, let's go one through four. Let's go one through four. Uh, Bryce, who you got one through four, uh, start with four and with one. Uh, four, give me, well, see this, this, uh, this hinges on a couple things. I'm going to go four Pittsburgh, three Cleveland, assuming that Deshaun sticks with the six games. Okay. If Deshaun is suspended for a year, give me Cleveland at four Pittsburgh, three, give me the Ravens at two. Give me Cincy at one. Hmm. All right. Give me Cleveland four. Uh, Pittsburgh three. Is that regardless? I don't care. Okay. You can get suspended six games. You can get suspended for the season. To tell you the truth, I just think I just think that they they've had too much distractions. Wow. Period. I just don't think this is their year. I got the Browns. I got the Browns four. I got I got Pittsburgh three. Um, man, I don't care about the receivers. I don't care. I think I'm going with Baltimore number one and Cincinnati number two. I think they're you're in for a big such season. a joke. You're only doing that because your brother's on the. No, pod. I'm not. Give me no, a, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Fanduel knows I like him. 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 Oh my god! And I think I think and I think Baltimore. I think the other thing with this team is they they were on a, wow. a great progression throughout the season. I'm, I think both the both the Ravens you and the Bengals clearly make the playoffs, which you people seem to clown. ignore. Hold on, but, but but I I do think the Ravens are number one. So what's your what's your Zach one four through one? Bryce, you're talking about these shades over you telling that it's a Russian quarterback. You might have the wrong shades on. You might have no, the no. shades that are telling you that this no. Joe Burrow stuff is immediately going to work again right after. I didn't say it was Joe Burrow to the Super Bowl. I mean, who else is going to win them games? Uh, oh. The entire team. Joe Mixon, the defense. The, the rest of their team isn't good enough. Whenever Joe Burrow wasn't uh, there and the Chargers weren't there, I, they, they, uh, it's their, the entire reason they're, ch- they're chugging. I mean, if Lamar Jackson isn't there for the Ravens, they're not okay. going to win that many games. Okay. okay. So while I, I do need to take those shades off you, the, the this one through four thing, four, mm-hmm. starts with, uh, I'm actually going to say Steelers. Uh, for some reason, I just can't buy in to pick it right now. And that's assuming that when I went with from the boomer bust, he's going to be a bust this year yeah. and that's okay. It's just, I, I mean, rookie year night, you're not supposed to be absolutely amazing. And you were like the first quarterback taken yeah. and it wasn't really supposed to be taken in that. And in that it's, it's a little mess. Yeah. It's a little ugly to me. Mm-hmm. Browns. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that Deshaun comes back and wins him a couple games. Fair. If he doesn't come back, then they're definitely four, which okay. very well could happen. Fair. Uh, two, I'm going to put the Bengals because I feel like they're going to have a little slump because you aren't perfect right after going to the Super Bowl unless you're Tom Brady. So 
Or Patrick Mahomes. I guess we can give him that. But I guess, well, number well, one Patty, is... I'm slumping Mahomes big time, but go Patty, ahead. Patty, yeah, you are. You're a joke. You're uh, slumping Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. You get on to him about that later. Okay, okay. That'll, that'll be handled later. But the number one is the Baltimore Ravens because of how consistently they're upgrading Sis. their team and how dominant their rushing game is going to be and if the wide receiving court can help them out. Because no matter what, we are not paying enough attention to how dominant the Baltimore Ravens are when they're 75% healthy. Last year, they were like half their team was dead. All st- Pro Bowl players not playing, and they got to be all the way to 6-2 and two until the best player went out. So yeah. I think it's time they put some respect on the AFC North's name. All of them are going to, but the Ravens are not only going to be at the top of it, they're going to show these people with the shades here, Mr. Bryce. That, this, is, uh, this is cute, guys. This is, this is adorable. This is adorable. Well, both the, Raven, the Ravens and the Bengals both are making the playoffs. So I don't buy the idea and the sure. narrative of all four in the AFC West making it. Like we talked about, Bryce, on our AFC West. I think, there, I I think there's it. a chance. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think, I think the Ravens and the Bengals both make it. Nah. All right. Well, uh, that'll conclude our show. Very excited for the future weeks. Um, we've got an NFC West pod coming for you, which I think will be terrific. Uh, Bryce, we also have, you're, you're going to take the week off. Heck yeah, I am. Vacay, baby. You're going to get some rest and I want you to enjoy that. Uh, we are going to bring on, uh, Dalton again. Uh, I'm excited for that. We haven't brought him on in a while, so we're going to have him, uh, discuss the NFC South as well with a couple others. Uh, I think that'll be a joy. Um, after that. Uh, we will have the NFC East where we will have a top crossover reunion. I'm looking forward to what that can be. Uh, Devin's already thinks that Ryan's just going to the, the quarterback situation down in the NFC East. Oh, great. Can't wait. So he's already thinking that. And I mean, I honestly, I believe it. And then our last division is the AFC South. So we've got, we've got a couple of divisions left for you. Uh, plenty of content oh, yes. coming. Um, I think the AFC South is the. Uh, so uh, it is what it is. Uh, but we'll have time being able to discuss uh, everything that is in store. So uh, once again, thank you for listening to the Insanity Podcast. And Zach, privilege to have you on for the first time. Yes, was, thank uh, you. Thank you, guys. You will come back. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. It was so much fun dominating you guys in conversation. It was awesome. Joe, yeah. this I can do that anytime. Show. I mean, just the clown just, show. Just send me a text. I can do that anytime. Clown. <laughs> just like his brother. Clown. <laughs> 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 <laughs>